What do you get when you get three Wayne Fleet BIC pastors in the same room at the same time for the same podcast? Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today. And as you have just heard, I'm joined by not one, not two, but all three of our pastors here, which is a first for us. I know, drum roll please. Has someone got the sound effects here? History in the making right here, right now. So this is pretty exciting. I know this is one I've been looking forward to for, um, for quite a while. I just love these pastors' panels. They're uh, yes. It feels like almost like a family meeting or like right. a you know with a lot of parents. Yeah, with a lot of parents. <laughs> it's like I don't know. You guys are co-parenting, uh, something like that. I don't know. I anyway. think it's awesome when our when our pastors can get together. The last time we yeah. did this was back in the in the summer when mm-hmm. we were addressing our indigenous uh, s- support for our indigenous folks yeah. uh, here in Canada. And uh, the travesty that was unfolding and mm-hmm. still unfolding. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get to be together today as we talk about, uh, we had a great panel yesterday in the service as we really discussed um, this identity theft idea, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wrapped it all up. And-, mm-hmm. and Satan tries to take our identity and put a false identity in front of us. And so we got to spend a little bit more time from three different perspectives that mm-hmm. I thought was very helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. so first, the first question that we um, tackled was, Pastor Trevor took that one on, and it was, if we keep pushing back against Satan, is that just putting a target on our backs for him to bother us more? Yeah, Which when, is a good yeah, question. It is a good question, and it is kind of fun to be here with the other pastors, and <laughs> we're on the same page, but we don't always get the opportunity to, to right. speak on the same topics mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. to share in the same space so this is pretty sweet to be actually, able to actually the be... three of us ought to sing before this oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> little trio <laughs> well stay tuned afterward we let you sing after you can come the tune. after party <laughs> yeah okay but it's true like over this since the start of the year as we've been doing this sermon series and addressing you know the idea of satan lying to us or trying mm-hmm. to to exchange our identity our true identity for a false identity and we've been calling all of, all of us really to push back against that. Yeah. And maybe that raises a fear that if we push back too hard against Satan, is it going to upset him? Well, it's and like all, a bully, right? All of like, a sudden, he's going to pick on us more. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. that's what they say. Mm-hmm. If you need to ignore a bully, if they want a reaction out of you. Well, <laughs> and I think too. I think there's a lot of believers who think that Satan's not real. Mm. That he represents the idea of evil, but that he's not yeah. really a person. I think the Bible, both in the Old Testament and New Testament, and in Jesus' words, his very own words, would push against that and yeah. say he is real. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think that's important. One of the first steps is realizing that Satan is yeah. real. Mm-hmm. You know, What's a few things about Satan we talked about in the panel? Uh, his characteristics, his... Well, it's come up during the course of the month of him being the father of lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's subtle. He is subtle. He works subtly, and which is why it's so hard sometimes for us to recognize those lies. Mm-hmm. It's not always in your face, or it would be easy to say, oh, that's a lie. Yeah. I need to push yeah. back against that. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I take I take encouragement, um, even though I know Satan has powers, it, to know that he's not all powerful and mm-hmm. that he's a created being yeah. and he has limits. So he can't yeah. necessarily be everywhere at once and picking on everyone at the same time. <laughs> I think he's more of an infiltrator and a networker, mm-hmm. but it's not even necessarily, even though we, I know I've used that when I preached, I said, well, Satan might whisper in your ear. Mm. The chances of Satan himself whispering in your ear may be, might be statistically small, yeah. but certainly <laughs> the kinds of satanic lies and things that he has circulating around mm-hmm. this planet can enter our minds mm-hmm. and we yeah. have to deal with those. He, yeah. He's well networked, I think, if you think about how culture operates and... and um, and people who uh, live uh, diametrically opposed to uh, Scripture, um, I, I think it's interesting just uh, how well he is, um, um, how he, his networking, how it it really reaches out to people in a variety of different ways through mm-hmm. it's through appealing movies, sometimes. through music, yeah. through mm-hmm. just uh, cultural norms, and and so forth. Right. Mm-hmm. So the networking is really powerful. Yeah. For sure. So is there a target on our back? The target was there even before we started this series. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! Yeah, nothing new. And But I think the danger of that thought is, you know, that we think, okay, to take the heat off from Satan, let's cool off in our faith. Mm. And that doesn't take us in a no. direction we need to go. And yeah. it's well within our, our right as believers and followers of Christ of Christ based on what scripture says to take a stand and mm-hmm. I think even Renee maybe used the, the verse about taking her stand or something like that against the, the mm-hmm. devil's the schemes, schemes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. The, uh, so do you think um, going back to your question uh, that you were addressing yesterday so if, if, if he doesn't if well the bullseye's there right uh, ever mm-hmm. since we became believers but are there some practical things uh, that we can do to uh, minimize his influence? I yesterday I, I drew people's attention to what I think is key is mm-hmm. is how we dress to face the mm-hmm. the threat, mm-hmm. and so I would say sort of dress for success. But based on scripture, if we look to that as a guide for how to to deal with the devil, and in Ephesians chapter six where it encourages us to put on the full armor of God, mm-hmm. so that when the day of evil comes, we may be able to stand our ground. Mm-hmm. And after we've done everything to stand. And so in that list of armor that the Bible presents that we can put on includes the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, and having our feet fitted with, uh, with uh, the gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, putting those kinds of things in place, which a lot are rooted in scripture. They're rooted in our trust in God and the Holy Spirit living in us and working through us. They give us all of the the resources we need in order to be successful mm-hmm. in standing against Satan, even if he targets us with all of his force. Yeah. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, mm-hmm. I think is so powerful mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for us to think about. Yeah. You know? And I, I love the what you said he when you talked about Satan as a created being. Yes. He's not like God in a variety of ways, but he's not omnipresent, and he, he isn't everywhere all the time. He isn't surrounding us all the time at every... Those pictures of him are helpful to remember, that Jesus is actually... He is before us, mm-hmm. behind us. Mm-hmm. He's with us all the time. Satan actually can't be. Um, I think that's helpful to remember. Yeah. Or comforting, even, almost. Mm-hmm. You were you were talking about this, uh, uh, Renee. You you were talking about more or less the practical 
part of being dressed for success, as it were. But you you address something from um, from the New Testament from uh, Peter mm. about Satan, uh, how we should be wary and on guard. What, yeah. What was that? First Peter five eight. It talks. It refers to uh, the devil as a, a roaring lion. Mm-hmm. Um, that he is prowling around. He is on the earth. He's sort of loose, roaming the earth. Um, and the the reminder to us as Christ followers is to be alert. Um, so to be to know that, that to know who he is, what he is, what he's able to do, what he's not able to do. Uh, to be sober of mind. So just keeping ready. Um, resist him. Stand firm in your faith. Um, and this, I liked this part. I never always, th- I don't always think about this. I usually just think of roaring lion. Yes, stand firm. But know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering as you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's actually some comfort in that. And we are all sort of fighting, sort of fighting back um, together. But to stand firm and, and Jesus will restore us and make us strong. Like we don't have to be strong ourselves against Satan yeah. and we can't be frankly, right. but we, through Jesus, we have the power to stand firm. We have the power to push back against temptation or to push, to resist the lies and not accept them. We actually can do that. We don't have to roll over and play dead. Do no. We? Yeah. And, and, and then the James passage, James four, seven that I referenced, like it, it literally says, if like resist the devil and he will flee from you, he will flee from you. That's the power we have in Jesus. So do what does it mean to, what does that look like to resist the devil? What would mm-hmm. it look like on a practical? For me, it's, it's literally, sometimes I have said things out loud, but I say them in my head. Mm-hmm. So if I feel any kind of um, personal like oppression or, or words that are coming into my head that I know mm-hmm. that are not from the Lord, um, I will say, I will literally say either out loud or in my head, like, this is not from God. I know this is not from God. That's not true. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm, not even able to say what the truth is because if I get too flustered or too worn down, I can just say, this. that's not true. That's yeah. not from God. That's not true. Um, when I was really young, I would just say, Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what else to say or I would sing. Sometimes I try and sing a, a song that encourages me or, or yeah, brings me comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good strategy. It's, it's a good. great strategy. Mm, yeah. that's, that's an everyday kind of thing we can do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And then Pat, you talked about discerning which of our thoughts are true and which mm-hmm. are lies. Yeah, you know, Renee uh, uh, addressed this, how that there's these voices in our head. Doesn't mean we're crazy. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. just the day in and day out of internal life. Internal dialogue. The yeah. internal dialogue. I like yeah. that. And so this internal dialogue is going on all the time with us, yeah. you know, if we'll admit it. And, <laughs> and I think that uh, understanding uh, whose voice are we hearing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that ability to be able to discern um, which of our thoughts are true and which are, are really lies. And let's face it, sometimes Satan's lies are really obvious, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he wants us to do something out of the top 10 list that God says not to, you know, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. But but let's face it, I, I would say that... Um, He's like an intruder. He didn't come through the front door. You're expecting an intruder through the front door. He comes through the window or he comes through the basement door or he, he comes through the back door mm-hmm. and, and tries to plant, I think, ideas into us that, well, that makes sense. Well, yeah, you know. And and so if we don't have a, a, a way of evaluating, mm-hmm. then we're in trouble yeah. uh, right from the beginning. 
And so I, I think scripture is really an important part of, of knowing and being able to discern what's true and what's false. And see, this is the beauty. You don't have to be a Greek expert or a Hebrew mm -hmm. expert. You don't have to spend hours and hours a day in the Bible, although there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but let's face it, most people, um, uh, that's not really a part of their life. But I think if we're really going to be discerners, then we need to introduce God's word into our life on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And I, I think whether that's a weekly basis where several days out of the week you're able to read the scriptures and think about them a little bit, or whether um, you, you even have the time and the ability and the way of, of doing it every day, you know? Yeah. I, I think as we saturate our mind with the teachings of Jesus, for instance, mm -hmm. you know, you could live in the Gospels and... And I think if you lived in the Gospels and read them and reread them and really just thought about them, I, I believe that would probably take care of the vast majority of thoughts that come our way <laughs> yeah. of being able to discern. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because Jesus' teachings are so pure, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if we get a thought like, look at that crazy neighbor. And, and you know what? I... I am going to um, let my trash blow into their yard. That'll teach them, you know. And then you know that that thought is not from God. Yeah. Because Jesus says, love your neighbor, yeah. you know, and treat them the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know. <laughs> so there's discerning going on that way, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that's a very important part of it. And then having good people in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, having having people that you know uh, love the Lord and are really trying to please the Lord. Having that mentor you can go to and say, hey, I need some help. And and let's face it, we all have blinders. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And, and um, bias. And, oh, yeah. I, I can pick out the wrong that's going on in Renee or Trevor or Julie. <laughs> it's obvious it's sometimes. It's quite yeah. easy for me to do that. Yeah. But it's not near as easy for me to see it in my own life. Yep. But if you have good mentors and friends and people you trust, yes. let me say that again, people you trust, mm -hmm. then when they say, hey, um, you know that Jesus thing about casting the, the big timber beam out of your own eye before you, you know, and you go, what do you mean? And then you've got a friend who says, hey, this, 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 okay, yeah. you know. That is great for discerning, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that's why community is so important. Yeah. Having your place of community and doing life together, yeah. build trust with each other. Uh, Barna just had a new poll out, and 56% uh, of believers mm -hmm. believe that um, their spiritual life should be private. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hmm. Which flies in the face, that is the... Of the New it, Testament. Yes. Uh -huh. That wow. is the exact opposite of what Jesus teaches and mm -hmm. what the early church taught the believers. Yeah. They said, no, no, no. We're not islands unto ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need each other. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's why the early church began in homes, mm -hmm. you know, so people could gather on a small, intimate scale. Even after the Pentecost, 3,000 people were saved. They had the foresight to get those 3,000 people plus other believers into small settings of community. Mm, and yeah. so community is, is a, an important way of being able to discern as well. 
you know, just just yeah. hearing that thought, it makes me think like as community, we're talking about identity yeah. and how much our community shapes our identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so as we yeah. come to Christ and become part of the Christian community mm-hmm. and our, our local churches and our church here in Wayne Fleet, our time together with one another as believers does help shape our identity yeah. mm-hmm. as we come together around God's word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We were never meant to do this life by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet we keep trying. <laughs> Independent, know? fierce nature. Yeah. Fierce nature. And, and then and COVID too has been yeah. such a, oh, a yeah. game who, changer. Who wants to be told? Hmm. I mean, in all honesty, like how often do you want to be told, actually, Renee, you you need to step back. You're, you're not in the right place or yeah. you're believing a lie about yourself. And those things are hard. And so yeah. it takes a maturity to even ex- accept that mm-hmm. speaking from your community. Yes. And it takes a maturity to speak truth in love. Mm-hmm. in love lots of people throw truth all over the place or they slap truth around but to speak it in love is it, it takes a bit of a fine art <laughs> in community well it does and i mean i think you make a great point there I, I i think we find ourselves during this series identity theft this idea of who we are in christ and and the truth is we are brothers and sisters in christ mm-hmm. Uh, God is our heavenly father. We're in the family. Uh, we found out earlier in the month, we're in the will. Yep. You know, we're, <laughs> we're co-laborers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're joint heirs mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the family biz, if you will, of kingdom work together. And so everything screams from, from Christianity, uh, from the early church and the side of our life before Christ is that we our identity is with each other. Mm-hmm. And I that really hit home during this month, uh, the importance of that. And this theft that has happened, Satan is so subtle, he takes our identity away and he puts in its place, yells at us um, that we're nothing, condemns mm-hmm. us. And I, I wanna talk about that for a little bit. You know, what, from you two guys, uh, Julie as well, what, what, what does that mean? When Satan is throwing condemnation at us, what's Jesus throwing at us instead? Well, I would say um, you, you talked about knowing what Jesus says about us, so knowing how Jesus speaks to people, understanding the voice of the shepherd, like the verse the yeah, sheep understand, the, know the shepherd's voice. Yeah. And so we have to know how Jesus speaks to us. Mm-hmm. And so we, like the Holy Spirit, is our conscience, is our guide. Um, and when he is trying to tell me um, not to do something, it's be careful, Renee. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want you to come over here. I. It's not you are worthless. Just mm-hmm. do it. You. You know. You're. No one is going to ever listen to you again. You're going to have no. Your reputation is ruined. So the the the, the way. That's the condemnation. That's the condemnation. Right? The Holy Spirit is saying. Uh, come back from there. Uh, yeah. I think Trevor, you used the word uh, uplifting, or is the Holy Spirit is the direction of those comments are to lift us up, not to pull us down. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still there, and they're warning us, and the, the, He's trying to guide us. And that's the theft. The theft mm-hmm. is is that uh, Satan is telling us uh, just how nothing we are, that we're not enough, that we're not worthy, mm-hmm. that we're inadequate. All of those lies he tries to put back in the place of the identity he has stolen from us. And that's why this panel was so important yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, to remind our folks that, man, 
you who we are in Christ um, I, I think is so important we we gave out a bookmark yesterday mm -hmm. and if you didn't get one uh, particularly those who mm -hmm. live stream we yeah. can be sure mm -hmm. you get one the mail yeah. went out yeah. contact mm -hmm. the church office yeah. you Please. can call 905-899-1343 or email at office at wingfleetbic.com and yeah mm -hmm. we'll get you one yeah and mm -hmm. um and trevor uh, let the folks know what, what's on that bookmark. Yeah, I think it's just a great takeaway to remind us who we are in Christ. And it just affirms, you know, as a child of God, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. I'm God's workmanship. I'm loved, chosen, rescued, and bought at a great price, a son and daughter of my father. And there's probably 20 or 30 other very mm -hmm. positive things that Scripture reminds us yep. of. These are truths from Scripture. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you flip over that bookmark, there are Bible references that would affirm those That's truths. Great. Yeah. That's great. And so the takeaway is to get these words um, mm -hmm. memorized, put them in our heart. Just like mm -hmm. I said, if we were taking a trip, you'd keep your passport safe and secure yeah. your identity. <laughs> yeah. Memorize some of these passages, some of these truths, and keep them close to heart. Their passport. So that you know mm -hmm. your ID mm -hmm. and oh, you can pull that out whenever it's needed. That's yeah. a great analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I just want to encourage our listeners that um, that this is so important. This is this is ground zero of our faith is to know and be able to discern the voices, um, the noise that's out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really want to encourage our people as we close today that there is so much negative out there right mm -hmm. now, and there is so much on the television, on social media. And um, I, I wanna encourage our people to, you know, take a sabbatical, take mm -hmm. a break from the negativity. Even if it's people you know and love, sometimes you just have to put some boundaries. Snooze for 30 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, snooze them for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And doesn't mean you don't care about them. Doesn't mean that, you know, if anything, it's just the opposite, you know, just to be in prayer and try and be positive with them. But put some boundaries where there's just some people you may have to love from afar. Yep. You know, because of the negativity. And that um, the passage, Renee, you talked about. Yeah, I'm going to say Philippians 4 8, yeah. where we need to keep our focus. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, mm. whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This is where we need to have our focus, and this is where we need to be dwelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is a key strategy uh, mm -hmm. of being able to move forward in this COVID season uh, is to be the noise that is around us. Mm -hmm. um, well, we don't need noise. We, <laughs> we, need, we need the power and the comfort and the grace mm -hmm. of these powerful truths uh, mm -hmm. to help us and to help others mm -hmm. uh, to lift up their heads they bring yeah. us peace, really. They do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the end of that verse. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the peace of God will mm -hmm. be with you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. And so, <laughs> so I want to encourage our folks to just move forward through all of this noise, focused on the good and the right mm -hmm. and the holy, and uh, don't get caught up in all this stuff that's going around, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, your identity is in Christ, and let's point people toward that identity uh, of who Jesus is. So, wow, what a great discussion today. That was. Thank you. So I will list our email addresses in the comments. Okay. Um, 
that way we won't go through them all right now but they'll be there if you'd like to get in touch with any of our pastors they would all love to hear from you Um, if you have any questions or feedback or would just like to discuss any of these ideas further we'd love to hear from you Um, thank you for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you again next week thanks guys great to have you here today and folks you are loved have a great week